0: Right now, our lives are on our phones. And with our phones full of live streamed exercise classes, midday work calls, and nightly family video calls, there's no room for fraud calls. Thankfully, ATT makes customer security a priority, helping block those pesky calls. It's not complicated. ATT Active Armor 24 7 proactive network security and fraud call blocking to help stop threats at no extra charge. Compatible device slash service required. Visit ATT.com
1: slash active armor for details. it going everybody welcome to episode 92 of the topless robot podcast my name is ryan
0: i'm tyler
1: and i am for always in brooks <laughs> and uh it has been uh, a a week of uh, tyler's brush with death
2: i almost died it was it felt like i was dead a week of sleep i have not slept that that much in my well since i had pneumonia when i was like 18 or 16 or something like that
1: but uh fortunately it wasn't the rona It was bronchitis.
2: Bronchitis still sucks. Yeah. Very similar, apparently.
0: (laughs) I guess we were all bronchitis. (laughs) (laughs) Moving
1: along. So what, what, uh, you did get tested for the Rona, though. And like, what, what all happened? How was that whole process for you?
2: hated it it was awful i went on tuesday morning and it was just a cvs drive through which is kind of cool like the process was not actually that bad like going like, you just sign up for it and i was able to get an uh, appointment like the next morning because monday i was feeling like garbage um i was actually going to try to go on monday afternoon but they didn't have anything open so it went tuesday morning and they you never have to leave your car you just pull up in the CVS pharmacy, uh, CVS pharmacy drive through and they like give you a little baggie with the swab in it. But uh, and then oh, so you self swab. You self swab. Yeah.
1: OK. Was it uh, one of those uh, brain swabs or was it? Yeah.
2: Yeah. And they make you push it up and then twist it for like 15 seconds. And it's like this far up and it's just it feels like you're tickling your fucking brain. And I just sat there just, and then you have to do it in the other fucking nostril. And I'm like spluttering and coughing and, and just like, it, it was uncomfortable as fuck. I hated it. Clearly
0: Tyler, <laughs> the side show life is not for you. Yeah. <laughs> no. Jim, Jim Rose will not be returning your calls. <laughs> <laughs> no. So um, yeah,
2: but I mean, all those things considered, it was fairly painless, minus, you know, poking and tickling my brain. Um. Uh, but yeah, then they just took a couple of days, four days. I got it actually at like one in the morning on Friday because I woke up from another coma and to a little notification on a on that little app that they tell you to download, and they're just like, "Yep, yeah, you're co- co- Corona free." So. Nice. You
0: are bald.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you are reading this, you are already dead. <laughs>
2: Honestly, it'd probably be a lot less stressful than going through what we are right now. <laughs>
1: yeah, right.
2: If it was that, like, oh, oh, shit, I'm dead, I, I
0: probably wouldn't be that disappointed. <laughs> guess, as long as they threw in some coupons for, like, funeral director services and shit like that. You yeah, know?
1: yeah great. I mean, it is CVS. They just toss it in the bag with it, and you are dead. Here's discount and cremation.
2: Which giant receipt?
0: (laughs) Friends and family get ten percent off for the next week. (laughs) Buy the plot, you get the coffin free. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, what is is more expensive, the plot or the coffin? I think the plot because it's like owning land. Like some people,
2: some people leave plots for. For like as part as their inheritance and, and
1: shit. Like I uh, I will say it now and and put it in in the public record. I don't want to be buried. I don't want mm-hmm. a plot of land to be taken up by my dead body. I either want okay, to be so cremated. To be I either want to be cremated or I want to be. Uh, you've have you seen the and this is old. I don't even know if if it's something that like actually happened or if it's something that's even still offered or what but the whole like uh have your ashes planted with a tree thing
2: oh yeah yeah that's i think they still do that i want that
0: i want to be able to die enough to flex any way that i want with my death but if i die if i I die with my current means that i want to be cremated and have my ashes scattered in the pacific if but if i'm rich then i'm getting my body's getting launched to fucking space (laughs) <laughs> when you said "When you said die enough," I'm like, "Are there different levels
2: of dying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sufficiently dead yet." Well, I mean, considering <laughs> we're
1: <laughs> all of us, are, and
0: it, it is the little death, so. we're,
1: we're all a little dead inside. <laughs> That's true. <laughs>
2: I'm not dead yet. I think I'll go for a walk.
1: Um. <laughs> so, uh, some stuff has happened this week. Some game releases. Uh, the only one of which I took part in was yet another release of Burnout Paradise Remastered for the Nintendo Switch.
0: Oh, I need to get it. I need to yeah, get it. It's not like that game sucks, so.
1: It is an extremely good game, though I do miss, you know, the old Burnouts, like Burnout Takedown and stuff like that. And I even Burnout miss 3. Burnout oh, Crash, uh, the, um, the Xbox arcade title, Burnout Crash, mm-hmm. where it's like, Top-down cartoony graphics, and you have to—it's the entire—I um, can't remember what the game mode was, but where you—it's intersections, you know, yeah. where you have to crash and and f- cause as much monetary damage as humanly possible. They just arcadeified that crash. specific thing.
0: Oh, crisscross crash!
1: <laughs> it might have just been called crash mode, but I yeah, it was just
0: called crash mode.
1: It was awesome yeah. with aftertouch takedowns so and shit. But yeah, that
2: game was better than it had any right to be, and I'm so happy with it. I yep. fucking love. It. I love that. Like, even on like the Xbox with Burnout Three, like I remember my mind being blown by how beautiful the crash graphics look. Yeah, and,
1: dude, the crumple and, like, physics how, are real yeah. nice.
2: Like it was gorgeous, and I was on the like, original Xbox.
1: Yep, and it has aged well. Like you can play uh, Burnout Three. Um, you can. I think it's there are two or three different burnouts that you can play that, that have backwards compatibility on uh, the Xbox One, and they hold up, man. They're such great games. Um, but Paradise, especially this remaster on the Switch, like I looked up the tech specs in in handheld mode, it's running seven twenty p. In docked mode, it's ten eighty p. In both cases, it's running a smooth sixty frames per second. And it, it looks great. there are a couple of instances of like aliasing and stuff like that, but only in like sections that are meant to be blurry or, or whatever it looks a little chunk but like aside from that, gameplay is super smooth it's got like all the DLC packs and and everything it's it's the full bundle and and it's just great to be able to play that game on a mobile device now
0: that's dope. yeah it's I, good I Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Oh, uh, you're, you're good. I, I was gonna say the the one like game I don't one kind of game I don't have in my library uh, right now are I don't have a good racing game or any kind of stuff like that, and I probably should just. Pick I've been trying to think about like like trying to pick up like a Burnout title or something like that. If they, I, I don't even know that that that's how long ago the last racing game I was good at was Sega GT two thousand two. <laughs> so.
1: All right. You need to, <laughs> since uh, uh, with the PS4, you need to get uh, Burnout Paradise, because Burnout Paradise Remastered is available for PS4. Uh, and, yeah, for 60. Uh, and Wipeout.
0: Wipeout, yeah. Wipeout's Wipeout one of those titles that I keep meaning to pick up, but I always get distracted by, like, ooh, a shiny other game. And,
1: <laughs> yeah. Wipeout is one of my favorite racing Wipeout's series. Break of all time uh, it's, it's so so good and the version that came out on PS3 is outstanding uh, slash oh, the version yeah. that came out on uh, uh, Playstation Vita that was a launch title uh, for Playstation Vita 2048 is didn't we also, outstanding
2: didn't we also play the VR one yep. uh, that yeah, which was, is that game that, that is that, that game oh, okay. Yeah. that was, yeah, I was, playing that. Yeah. <laughs> that was great yeah, that was great that
1: one is a lot of fun um
2: speaking of speaking of a uh of a switch remasters I, I picked up Final Fantasy X and 10 2 a while back the 10 10 2 remaster um but my switch micro SD card corrupted so I hadn't really been able to play it uh, so I finally bought a new SD chip and i started playing it god that game holds up the first I'm playing 10 right now and it's I remember loving it when I was younger. It's still amazing, and the graphics look pretty cool. And I was obviously I was telling you guys over uh, on Switch, on uh, on our chat where <laughs> just uh, uh uh oh, what's his name does walk his voice? Oh, uh, uh, John DiMaggio. John DiMaggio, thank you. I kept on wanting to GM John DiMaggio. You don't even
1: realize it until, like, the second someone says John DiMaggio does that voice and you listen to the voice, you go, oh, yeah, of course that's John DiMaggio.
2: Oh, yeah. And then you can't not hear it. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Then you sit there and you're like, God, stop talking to me, John DiMaggio.
1: (laughs) I remember enjoying 10 ultimately overall uh, when it came out, but I also remember being really sick of, like, it was the beginning of the handholding in the final fantasy series because mm. it feels like probably the first well, two to five hours of that game are tutorial. Yeah. And it was the first time that it happened because you didn't have that nine or eight or seven or, or any of that. And it was kind of their first step to appeal to a, a wider audience, I guess. But, uh, man, that frustrated the hell out of me when I was younger. And to then it fair, only got worse. Yeah. By the time 13 came out, it was like, oh, this is the game gets really good after the first 40 hours. Uh, I don't have that time. To
2: be fair, there were a lot of com- kind of semi-complex things in 10 at the beginning, like how Blitzball worked wasn't exactly very uh, uh, intuitive. And then nor was the, it uh,
1: necessary for the progression of the game.
2: You can shut your damn mouth. Blitzball's amazing. <laughs> If there was a fictional sport and I wasn't contractually obligated to say Quidditch uh, that I could make real, it would be... <laughs> Were well, you contractually, contractually obligated to make that? <laughs>
0: because I'm a Harry Potter kid, okay, Bronx? <laughs> oh, you know. oh, it's
1: unfortunate that your oh, lord and savior is a turf.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah I, I would prefer to play a sport, a fictional sport that didn't, you know, uh, suppress an entire group of people <laughs> with <their terrible> <laughs> Uh, okay okay real quick guys like so you said not quidditch um if you had to pick a fictional sport from something that you've played what would it be chocobo racing (laughs) yeah that's that's what i'm talking about right there yeah (laughs) Uh, i would pick speedball because there was that terrible game speedball 20 something that came out on the playstation that i got and that was an it was one of those, those titles that you just kind of have around, and when I ran into other things to play, I actually got good at it. So,
1: if I'm being real, probably Rocket League actually.
0: Ooh, but, Rocket League would be cool. It would have to
2: be remote control though. You can be in those fucking things. <laughs> <That> <laughs> I'm sounds a like
1: a coward. No, you just <laughs> you just re into you know into uh, a disposable uh, uh, crash test dummy body and go out there and wreak havoc. <laughs>
0: So it's altered. So so you'd want they yeah, look like, like the crash test dummies from that show. Exactly. <laughs> you'd want uh you'd want
2: uh you'd want that to be real in the world that altered carbon lives.
1: <laughs> well, no, and I mean, let's not forget that destruction derbies are a real thing.
0: True. Mm-hmm.
1: So it's possible to reinforce a vehicle to the point where your safety is nearly guaranteed. Enough to, uh, uh, go full force into a giant ball and hit it into a goal. City folks just don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course there were other notable releases, uh, or any other, uh, one other very notable release, uh, this week, of uh, the last of us two.
2: I like it so far. I bought it. I've only played like three to four hours. Um, it's gorgeous. It is just beautiful. And there's like such a little attention to detail. Like because a lot of the game is scavenging and stuff. And like because I, I, if you've played the game, obviously it's it's a world where there aren't a lot of resources. Sure. So you need to manage your ammo pretty well and you're kind of searching around and like building things and, 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 whatnot, in addition to the survival horror aspect of it. Uh, but like, there's just little many, many details that you, like you walk over and you see something you want to pick up and you, you hit triangle and it doesn't, it's not like a lot of games where, you know, you kind of, they, they either kind of do that, that reaching at motion and then d- and grab it kind of thing or sure. they just, just and gets into your inventory, like your character reaches at the thing from the angle that you're so if you're up in front of slightly in front of it, your character like kind of like reach behind, grab it, and put it into like a little slip in their pocket.
1: That's actually kind of creepy. Like it's, can you imagine yeah, if if you <laughs> walked around going, oh whoops, I wanted to pick that up.
0: <laughs> I am playing <laughs> Well, it doesn't look as I weird. Am- it's not like <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's not that much of a thing like i, I really notice it a, a lot when you're like kind of like looking around a corner and there's like something that you're looking at like a like a, one of the clickers or one of the the zombie things wh- that you're kind of looking at and like your character always kind of cues in on it and the thing was like kind of like right here and you can kind of see it so she kind of like moves back just a little bit and grabs it and slips it into her pocket while she's still kind of like looking at the at the clicker. So it was kind of a cool little mini detail. Um, I thought it was interesting.
1: So I still haven't beaten the first one. It's something that I uh, have been meaning to revisit. But the footage that I've been seeing on Twitter, um, some people have been sharing some of the minutiae, uh, like attention to detail sorts of things on Twitter. And I remember, and I'm sure I've brought this up on the podcast before, but I remember back in the day when Metal Gear Solid 2 came out, and they're like, Look. In this part there's a bar and if you shoot at the glass with ice in it you knock the ice out and the ice cubes that are closer together melt slower than the ice cubes that are not grouped together. And that was like holy shit attention oh. to detail. But I'm seeing is like I saw a video okay. Of uh, someone picking up, um, it looked like the uh, a power cable to a generator or, or something like that, that they had to mm-hmm. use. And, and it's kind of rope physics. And so they, you know, pull up the rope and they've kind of got the bundle and then they can toss it. And they're right next to this building with these big open windows and they toss it in the window and then go back in and pick up that end again and then kind of toss it back out. And you can see where it's all wrapped around and they give it a tug and you can watch it at its origin, get tighter when you give it a tug along the full line. Like it's an incredible level of detail and for it to achieve that without any clipping is insane. And then there was another video um, of a character taking their shirt off, like lifting their arms up, taking their shirt straight off. No clipping in the cloth whatsoever. And these things, I mean, it sucks that what naughty dog does in order to achieve these things is intense crunch. But these are genuine, like granted, it may not mean much, you know, to the layman, like looking at this thing or whatever, but these are like genuine, huge achievements.
2: Yeah, and like even reflections, there's light source reflections and, and all of this shit where you just see it. It's just like these little things that just draw you into the world just like that just a little bit. And I, I feel like one thing that a lot of that, like honestly, we talk a lot about is these details and how beautiful the game was. I think that that was something that the first one had too when it first came out and also something that Red Dead Redemption had when it came out. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, but where's the game? so far playing this it's smooth it feels fun i'm enjoying like each little fight's a puzzle and like i'm like okay i have to go around here and kind of draw you can pick up a class i mean it's a lot of the stuff that you could do in the first one pick up a class and throw it and cause a distraction but it all just feels a lot tighter and it feels a lot more fun it doesn't feel like here's the story 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 and then little bits of gameplay in between there's a lot more it feels a little bit more game than it did in the first one at least for me anyway hmm. it, i am enjoying it a lot more in terms of just playing it obviously i haven't gotten i haven't looked into the story details and everything that people are apparently chimping out about and review yeah, i was
1: just um, going to to bring that up from um the only way that i've been hearing through it uh, hearing about it is through the hard drive hangout Um, and uh, no one seems to be able to succinctly describe what the controversy is. Uh, There seems to be some anti-trans plot points, Um, and uh, they're basically like uh, someone is misgendered repeatedly and that becomes like a plight of their character or something like that. Uh, And... I saw someone describe the first 15 hours are a lead up to 15 hours of deployment, uh, disappointment. Interesting. So you'll have to keep us posted on, on how that pans out for you as you progress further. Um, I, I'm I sure I'll play it eventually. Yeah.
2: I know a lot of people are pissed off that Ellie's gay.
1: Yeah. Or which just, is fucking dumb. Yeah. Like whatever. Yeah, it, it, it's something that they could have gotten pissed off about at E3 two years ago. Who gives a shit?
2: <laughs> a whole bunch of incels that are disappointed that they can't fuck Ellie.
1: I can't, have, I can't
0: I can't. produce sexually viable fantasies about a character that doesn't exist anymore. God. This is bullshit.
1: Yeah, Fucking
2: stupid.
1: Whatever.
2: Yes. But I'm enjoying it. I am so far. I'm again not very far in. Haven't gotten to the disappointing plot points. But I mean, also mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of big. Uh, a lot of big publications have given it a solid scores, So maybe it's just one of those games you're going to love or you're going to hate.
1: Yeah. The critic reception I, I, seems I, pretty high. So
0: I assumed like, cause I, I read a, a lot of that, those at the beginning of the, the current last of us two controversy and stuff like that. I read a couple of things talking about the plot and I was like, okay, whatever. But I, I figured that if I didn't like the game, it wouldn't be because it didn't, it didn't play well because you know it looked like they were right. really, you know, doing good it it would for me it'd just be entirely based on the story and like i I just don't care enough to (laughs) sure you know like this guy was gonna suck and just be like oh this is what a weird story neat
1: (laughs) so yeah i i i can't imagine that it's going to be bad or regarded as bad or or anything like that um you know it's a it's a triple a title that provides a cinematic experience
2: and, and some people are just not gonna enjoy like, plot points i mean if you don't like the story you're not gonna like the story like it doesn't make it a bad story one of the, yeah. the few things that i read with a little bit was with Kotaku, and it just sounded like the the the, the, the reviewer seemed uncomfortable a lot of the game and i i kind of tried to skim it as much so i didn't get any spoilers or anything but from what i was gleaning from it it was just like it was a game that just makes you uncomfortable the entire time and i'm like that's what Last of Us is. <laughs> that entire game, see, the whole first game, you never feel happy. It's a sad game.
1: Yeah, it's, it's- humanity. The disappointment. You want
0: an happy, Naughty Dog game? Go play Drake. Uh, exactly. uh, Uncharted. Drake.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Unfarted.
0: <laughs> unfarted. Yeah, like so. So not when it comes to like Naughty Dog because like I've I've played. Uh, they did Crash Bandicoot and stuff, right? Yep. <clears throat> Yeah, so like I was familiar with some of their earlier titles, but not really what they've been up to recently and stuff. And so I watched, I watched my roommate play through all four Uncharted games in like the span of two weeks. Uh, They're great. Yeah they they do movie they do movie t- games really well. I think that in the future, if there's a dope movie coming out and they and they feel the need, we got to make uh, a video game out of this, then they should just hand that to Naughty Dog and be like, yo. Uh, take this movie and make it into a game
1: yeah maybe i i think it it fully depends on what the movie is uh uh sleepless in
0: seattle too (laughs)
1: Uh they may be uh good at providing a cinematic experience but not all you know movies are oh yeah you know um Muddy Dog presents the Royal Tenon Bombs. <laughs> I, I, I firmly believe that Insomniac should hold the Spider-Man IP forever.
2: Oh, yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent But to be fair, that's not really a I wouldn't say it's a movie game. You know? No, gonna, not it'd be necessarily,
1: like a... but we are definitely going to continue seeing Spider-Man movies. And if we do <laughs> see a game branch off as we have in the past. Uh, From a Spider-Man movie property, I not it needs to stay with Insomniac. It absolutely needs to stay with Insomniac.
0: You
2: ever you notice how like how that kind of movie game packaging has gone the way of the dinosaurs? Where -hmm. like in the past when we were like in the nineties, two thousands, I feel like there would be a big triple A movie that come out, and almost every time. There I don't was know. A, a video game that, that packaged, like if it was like a, if it was a comic book or like an action movie, there were so many like move game pack, game tie-ins that were always rushed to make sure it oh, gets better yeah. as the movie came out and Let's whatnot. The
1: example being Spider-Man 2. Does LJN still yeah. exist? Let's see. I think LJN was box- dissolved box- in 95. <laughs> In 2018, the brand name was revived for the production of wrestling action figures. <laughs> oh, no! It begins again. <laughs> yeah, but they're just making action figures. <laughs> for now. Instead of shitty fucking movie games. Oh, my God. But, yeah, they, they were will. they were acquired by Acclaim. Um, mm-hmm. And oh, okay. uh, then dissolved. And then apparently... <laughs> Brought back to life in 2018 to make wrestling figures.
0: The toys that made us. Because true <laughs> evil never dies. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's only reform. Um,
2: <laughs> Why won't you stay dead? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel.
1: And uh, I feel like we We have seen fewer movie-based games. And the quality has improved, I think. Um, yeah, I would say. I remember well, I there was that Chronicles of Riddick game that was really great. Yes, Butcher yeah, Bay. Escape, escape, escape from, from, Butcher from Butcher Bay. Bay right? yeah. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. And then it, there was that um, way forward, I think it was a way forward title, uh, The Mummy, which had absolutely nothing to do with the Tom Cruise shitty ass movie, but the game was fucking outstanding.
0: Hmm. I-, I can't tell you the last time I've. Gone out of my way to play uh, a movie-based game, now that I think about it. I remember the games that I loved, and yeah,
2: Escape from Butcher Bay, and then the Lord of the Rings tie-in games from PS2. (laughs)
1: Which, (laughs) I mean, and the Lord of the Rings games that have been coming out for the past, you know, 20 years, some of them have been movie-based, and some of them have been book-based. True.
2: True. But a lot of them have also been new properties, like the Shadow of Mordor series is is kind of its own thing. So good. So good. Amazing. Um, And then they're also making a Gollum game coming up here, which I don't know what that's going to be like. But then we've also
1: got that Avengers game coming out that has none of the movie Avengers in it. it. Or rather, it has the movie Avengers, just not the actors portraying them like they're not even remotely modeled after the actors who are portraying them
2: they're all like the comic book version
1: i i wouldn't yeah. even say that like they they don't none of them look recognizable to me of course Which it's been a while since I, like. I picked up any of those comics but they just feel I mean, weird I'm even like then it. like like tony stark has looked like tony
0: stark for the last 30 years yeah, you know, and Robert Downey
1: Jr. Go. looks like Tony Stark.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's just that's just kind of they got they got really lucky. Yeah, uh, when when they uh, I remember when they went back in 2008 when they're uh, that movie came out in 2008 right the uh, first Iron Man. Yes, yeah, that sounds right. Or nine, eight. I remember. Um, I had I had been waiting for that movie. Uh, for at that point, half of my life for nine years, because I read in the Disney Adventure magazine that I got in like 1998 or 1999. <laughs> that was like in the year 2003, Marvel Studios will be producing the Iron Man film, and then it just kept getting pushed back and pushed back, and then I lost all hope. Yeah. I lost all hope, and then my my dad calls me into uh, uh to his to over-, over to his computer, and he's like, hey, I want to show something. I was like, what are you talking about? And he pulls up the teaser for it. I fucking flip my shit. (laughs) I was just like, oh my God, Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. Okay. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's going to be weird. The the new Avengers game is going to be weird. Um, Yeah,
2: I forgot that they were making this. I'm looking at it, looking at the images now. And I I remember now. Yeah, it looks weird. It's
0: one of those titles that like, I'm I'm curious to see if it's going to be any good. Uh, but I wouldn't pay full price for it. I think
1: a reputable studio is producing that, right?
0: Rent it from Redbox. Crystal
1: Dynamics (laughs) is uh, doing that.
2: So is it going to be like a full... It's a narrative-based action-adventure game?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. I mean, you know, it's not to say that that can't be done, because... uh, um. Fuck, what the hell is the name of the top down beat em up? Uh, that uh, or the isometric beat em up that
0: Oh, it, oh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: Marvel's Marvel Ultimate? Or yeah, something yeah. like that. Ultimate, Ultimate, Alliance. Alliance.
1: Ultimate Alliance. Ultimate Alliance. No, no, those Which are was- are based on the you know, movie looks or anything like that and those have done well.
0: Yeah. I want them the another great. X-Men Legends game cuz I mean I mean it was the same it was the, the same system just with X-Men instead yeah. of other Actually, I think I it started of
1: those. I think it started with uh, X-Men.
0: I think mm. it
2: did too.
1: Um because I know a bunch of people who worked on those games. Um because it was developed at um Raven Software in uh, Madison, oh, Wisconsin. Yeah. And uh Raven Software most famous for making Soldier of Fortune back in the day where you could actually shoot the limbs off of uh, your enemies. Uh, And that was a big deal in 1997. Madison is for lovers. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then they became an Activision subsidiary and uh, got put in charge of the uh, X-Men legend stuff. And uh, um, then uh, they basically just became a Call of Duty uh, DLC producer. And that's it.
0: Lame. Yeah. I, I was so pissed by the way that so on the PSP version of uh X-Men Legends 2, uh the exclusive g- character on there was Cable. I was pissed. Was like I wasn't gonna buy a P I wasn't gonna buy a PSP to play as him. And so I never got to, I never got to. Oh, I never finished man. the game.
1: I I really thought I really thought you were a fan, but mm. yeah, what the hell uh, I played it later.
0: Yeah. Oh. It still sucked. He was still a shitty port. This <laughs> is surprising.
2: I'm, I'm looking at this list on Wikipedia of games based on video game or based on movies, and there have been a few more than I thought.
1: Games based on video games. Crash Shut Bandicoot: up. The game, the game.
2: <laughs> they made a Frozen movie. Pac Man. Iron Man- Three official game in 2013. Well, yeah, of
1: course there would be a frozen video game. Disney. Oh, I forgot
2: they made, makes. a Mad Max game. Too. Tons
1: of uh video games, and that Mad Max oh. one came before Fury Road, if I remember correctly, and it was great.
0: Yeah, I heard that yeah, one it, was really it, good. I don't remember. I never actually got to. I never played that. Was it any good? It was like, outstanding. It like time, like, cup of cup? Yes, I heard it. Was really it was very good. good make a nice movie adventure. <laughs> so, is it is it is it kind of its own thing, or is it drawing from the old movies?
1: It uh, I honestly can't remember the story very well, um, but <clears throat> I don't think that there's like I don't think you run into any uh, familiar characters or anything. If I remember correctly, okay. it's more the setting okay. and things like that. And you get to like build your car for the apocalypse and and all that kind of shit. Yeah. yeah, it's it's and it's open world. It's legitimately very very cool. All right. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so so looking at the, the same, presumably looking at the same list that you are, Tyler, and the last, the most recent one is 2017.
2: Yeah, final of the Apes*, *Last Frontier*. Yeah. Weird, yeah. Actually, there hasn't been a lot really recently, unless this list hasn't been updated recently. It's
1: possible the list hasn't been updated recently. And it's funny that Ratchet uh, Ratchet & Clank is on here, because that Ratchet & Clank 2016 video game is based on the Ratchet & Clank movie, which is based on Ratchet & Clank, the video
0: game. I forgot that there was... Games based on games, okay? (laughs) (laughs) It's like like Street Fighter the movie, the game, remember that? Yes. Shitty, digitized God, graphics. So
1: yeah. yeah <laughs> oh, man. Um, I will say,
2: most, most of these movie-based games are, uh, are Lego games.
1: <laughs> uh, Lego and Disney.
2: Yeah. Lego and Disney. So. Yeah. There, there was a Kick-Ass 2 game. I don't remember. That. <laughs> That's got to be a
1: mobile game. Or bad. Probably both. No, Xbox 360. Xbox yeah.
2: 360.
1: Yeah, mm. Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 and Linux. Oh,
0: the Warriors. The Warriors had a movie. Oh yeah, movie. yeah. Way but yeah. that was
1: a Rockstar no. game. That, that yeah. was uh I I never played it, but I heard great things about it.
2: I remember I remember uh the X play review of it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> they made a whole joke about it because the whole thing was like, whoa! Come out and play.
1: Wait, I sorted this by by release year, this is definitely... Oh, no, I just hit back. Okay, never mind. I was like, how the fuck did 15 Top Gun games come out within the same time period to show up right <laughs> next to each other on this list? That's insane! <laughs> they, just, they decided to flood
2: the market. They saw Rock, and Hard Hero, and were like, you know what, that seems like a good idea.
1: Yeah, Ooh. we need Top
2: Gun! Yeah. <laughs> This kick-ass yeah. game looks awful. There's a
1: short-circuit <laughs> video game? What? <laughs> really? When did that come out? It was for the Commodore 64 and the ZX Spectrum and the Amistrad CPC. Done by Ocean Software.
0: Oh, Ocean did that. That might be good. It could be good. It's probably not going to be good. Yeah. I mean, Steve Gutenberg is in that film, so... <laughs>
1: <laughs> you leave Police Academy out of this. <laughs> Short no, circuit. No,
0: I, I, I I went to watch that movie somewhat recently, and I was horrified to f- find out that my brain completely erased all the memory of the guy of the of the guy doing brownface the entire movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> fuck! What's his name? Oh. He's such a great actor too. Yeah, the, yeah, um, and he's got such a unique name. Yeah. I uh... It's not Bobcat Goldthwaite. No, no, no. Uh. It, Justin, no. 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 What? Nope. That's Fisher Stevens.
0: <laughs> yes, 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 yes.
1: Fisher Stevens <laughs> is great. Fisher Stevens is the plague in Hackers. He's like, he's a great character actor, and it sucks oh, yeah. that he's doing an Indian impersonation throughout the entirety of Short Circuit.
0: Yeah. I mean, I still want to get that tattoo, though, of, of, of punked-out Johnny Five.
1: Oh, hell yeah. Uh,
0: I've, I've, wanted, I've wanted to get one of those for a really long time.
1: Short Circuit consists of two gameplay modes, both in which the player takes control of number five. In the first portion, number five must wander through numerous rooms in the robotics facility and try to escape. From computers, the player downloads software that allows number five to jump, shoot a laser to stun guards, and search for items which must be used to escape. The player must also locate instructions for how to build a decoy, decoy robot later in the game. The second portion is a side scrolling game in which number five must evade security guards and other robots while running through Countryland. Animals are encountered on number five's path and he must avoid running into them. Oh, otherwise he feels remorse for harming the wildlife and will eventually shut himself down. If it occurs often enough. Oh. <laughs> likewise, the player because must be careful really not to, to kill the guards with Number Five's laser. The player wins the game by reaching a van and building the decoy robot.
0: Wait, 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 wait. So, so he'll die if he hit if he accidentally runs runs into an animal. But the whole point is to shoot as many many guards as possible. No, Would actually, it
1: definitely? says likewise. Uh, uh, likewise, the player must be careful not to kill the guards with Number Five's laser. Because you can stun them with the laser, but apparently, if you overdo it, you can kill them with the laser.
2: That <laughs> sounds like a great, great game to shitpost
0: with. <laughs> yeah, I'm really good at, uh, really good at the uh, short circuit video game. On the, on the <laughs> If you guys watch my YouTube channel, Johnny five alive. <laughs> oh man. I'm sure that probably exists. Actually, I shouldn't be promoting someone. Yeah. Uh, we, should,
2: we should definitely do a shitty movie game. Uh, here with a topless robot, <laughs> the, the,
1: the YouTube channel that you didn't know existed, that you just promoted is nothing but, um, making, uh, uh, apologies for Fisher Stevens, brown face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Well, I guess we have to do that now. <laughs> <laughs> See, I
2: didn't realize that was Fisher Stevens. I haven't seen that movie in so long. Yep.
0: Oh, yeah, it, it's it, it's not like I'll definitely it will always have a warm place in my heart for Saturday mornings when I'd bother my mom to go go down to the mini mart to rent some tapes. You know, and it's just yeah. Short Circuit, the Goonies were always there. And so we just got those all the time.
1: You know, a movie from the same era that I uh, feel often gets overlooked in the nostalgia bowl. You know, like uh, people look back fondly on Short Circuit. It's not without its fan base, a very vocal fan base. Uh, yeah. And there are plenty of other sci-fi films from the same era that have huge followings that you'll hear about these movies all the time. But... The Last Starfighter. Yeah. That's certainly mm-hmm. one of them. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, who's out there singing the praises of "Batteries Not Included"? I love that movie. Oh, batteries not included. Great, right. right. but no one ever talks about it. We're
0: talking about it now. We're making internet I history.
1: <laughs> but I feel like the <laughs> fandom, for, you know, the fandom for "Batteries Not uh, Included" gets overshadowed by a lot of the, you know, other sci-fi films that came out in the same. You know, around the same time.
0: I, I think maybe it's because like short circuit, hell, like the last starfighter, stuff like that. I feel like those might be more more quotable than batteries not included. Yeah,
1: yeah probably. I remember it,
0: liking I remember liking batteries not included
2: a lot. I but love like, batteries I don't really not included. It. I only vaguely rec- remember like a few scenes from it. You know.
1: And batteries not included is like super relevant today. In the like, if I remember correctly, the plot is basically aliens save you know uh, slum building from being it, it torn down, and they're uh, yeah, like, I rem- if I remember correctly, some slum lord is like trying to burn down this building and uh, with all the residents in it and, and force a fire and shit, and, and uh, the aliens save. You know them because they cared for them. Uh, yeah, that's right. I mean, it's propaganda. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen it, but that's that's. They should
0: be pulling themselves up by the bootstraps, not
2: letting aliens, aka socialism, save them. Oh
1: god.
0: <laughs> Lord. Oh man. Good Lord. Yeah, I'll watch that in a minute, though. I should probably probably give that a watch. Some yeah, I wonder if it's streaming them. anywhere. Uh, I'll probably have to rent it on Amazon. Um, well, I, I don't know. Like, like, like Amazon Prime, Prime Video is g- pretty good at just kind of having the random cult stuff up there like that. Like, I think UHF is free this month. Yeah.
1: And... Um, Apparently, if you have a Cinemax subscription, is Not Included is available for streaming uh, with your Cinemax subscription right now.
0: Well, gotta get that Skinemax! Skinemax! Skinemax. Man, or, you know, I, a cable D scrambler.
1: And I don't recognize, recognize any of these actors except for also- Frank McRae, hmm. who was in a ton of things. He was in Red Dawn, he was in Last Action Hero, he was in Rocky II, oh, he was in National that Lampoon's that Vacation, so 48 Hours, 1941. National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon One, all kinds of shit.
2: Hume Cronin was in Cocoon.
1: Oh man, I remember Cocoon.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen that. One. Like, I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't know if I've actually seen that one.
1: Uh, that oh, one. And, uh,
0: Jessica Tandy was uh, driving Miss Daisy. She was. The... Yep. Oh shit! We can talk about movies the entire time because Dan is in here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Cocoon, <laughs> Cocoon is another Steve Guttenberg movie. Um, and, uh, it has, uh, Wilford Brimley in it. Is it the follow-up to Don't Tell Her It's Me? <laughs> and it's directed by Ron Howard. Um, and it's, uh, about a bunch of old people and alien cocoons.
0: Gross. <laughs> Sounds cool. So, it's Ron Howard, is it, do you remember if it's, like, PG-13 or is it R?
1: PG-13. Okay. Cool. And apparently well, it is not available for rent or purchase anywhere. It is not available yeah. for streaming at all. So y- your only hopes in watching it is to uh, <clears throat> find some <clears throat> download source or um, <laughs> buy tangible media.
2: Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I, I, yeah, I do not support uh, pirating DVDs at all.
1: No, but Usenet does still exist.
0: Use that. Use it. Use it. Well, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, um.
2: Speaking of movies, uh, I watched Moonlight last night for the first time. I was, was so moonlight. St- sad. It was, um. Oh, yes. Was that the one? The best the picture? The one, best runner? picture. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. It was. It it won Best Picture over La La Land.
2: And but La La Land. La La Land. Yeah,
1: La La Land got announced.
2: It was really fucking good, though. It was really fucking sad, though. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I was drinking Trulies, and I'm just sitting there. I I, I was like celebrating my not having, not being sick anymore by getting drunk, obviously. Obviously. (laughs) And and I was just sitting there watching this movie. uh, Three shoots to the wind, being like, why can't
0: people just be allowed to be themselves, man? Because, Tyler, that makes for poor cinema.
1: Also, <laughs>
0: and apparently, life. what
1: kind of sucks about that is if you purely want people to be allowed to be themselves, some people are Nazis.
2: Oh, oh well, I mean... Uh my right to swing is 30. where no. your nose begins, you
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it is the, the classic argument, uh intolerance of intolerance is not intolerance.
2: Exactly. If you're a dick, we cannot like you.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um I watched a movie uh this week that was called um oh fuck, what was it? Extraordinary, I think? And Oh, oh. Uh, it's yeah, the an it's, uh, Irish the Irish one. Yeah. It's an yeah, Irish that. great. comedy um supernatural film uh that has uh, Will Forte in it.
2: Oh, oh, I remember seeing the uh the the
0: trailers.
1: It that. is fucking yeah, hilarious. <laughs> it is great.
0: <laughs> oh, Tyler, you have to see it. It's it's not scary. I mean it's funny.
1: Yeah, it is not uh, scary. You
0: to see it because I almost just like launched into the end and talking about the end there and I can't. <laughs> I want you to see it. Here, I'll close my ears.
1: No, no, no. We're not gonna <laughs> no, not gonna no. do any spoilers. It like just yeah. came out on streaming. We're not gonna Okay.
0: Yeah, watch it watch it this week and get back to us next week about it. Yeah. Deal. I feel like we all need to have some funny movies to watch right now.
1: <laughs> it, yeah, it yeah. was very, very enjoyable. Extremely, extremely entertaining. Yes.
2: <laughs> um, absolutely yeah, I, love, I love Will Forte so much. He's fucking hilarious and everything. Yeah. It doesn't even matter if the movie itself is not good. Will Forte is normally fucking hilarious. <laughs> um,
1: he plays a one-hit wonder musician who has uh, moved from America to a uh, small town in Ireland and uh, become a uh, Satanist in order to further his career.
0: Yeah, he's like a one- wannabe Aleister Crowley.
1: Yeah.
0: I want to see this so bad!
1: Oh, I'm definitely watching this. And he's not even, like, a huge focus of the movie. Um, like... The characters that we spend the the majority of the movie with are charming and entertaining and awkward and uh, yes, it's 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 very very cute. I, I really really enjoyed it. Really funny. Um, and of course uh, today I uh, today and last night I watched uh, rewatched the Cornetto trilogy. Cornetto trilogy. How do you not know its true name? Shaun of the Dead, Hot you... Fuzz, and oh, uh, The yeah, World End. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's, it's been a while since I've heard anyone refer to it like that. Yeah, I've really never heard it said that way. It is
1: the Cornetto oh. Trilogy, as, okay. do, as named by Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright. Uh, it okay. is the Cornetto Trilogy, uh, because okay. in each movie, it's largely the same actors, and they, may, they mention Cornetto uh, uh, in each movie.
0: Ah. The the third one is um
1: The World's, World's End. End, right? Yeah.
0: I've um, actually never seen World's End. I've only seen see that one. That it's it's the, the, the weakest
1: dead. of the three and maintains yeah, the weakest of the three uh in, on a rewatch. Um but still enjoyable to watch.
0: I have a really hard time picking which one is better over Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead because I like I them both too. for
1: for their own reasons. You know what I mean? Yeah. The two really go hand in hand. um, Mm. Because, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't into, you know, body snatchers or, or, you know, whatever enough in order to truly enjoy world's end. Because um, when you're watching hot fuzz and you're watching Shaun of the dead, there are constant, constant references to everything that they're taking their material from everything, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Sean's mom's name is Barbara. And, uh, Ed says over the phone, we're coming to get you, Barbara. They're coming to get you, Barbara. <laughs> it's all just loving, Beautiful homages to these genres and uh, it, like right down to fucking uh, the chief of police and the weird dubbed lion roar when faced with uh, fire in hot fuzz. Uh, I can't even remember what movie that's a reference to, but that's specifically a reference to an action film. Um, and, uh, you know, um, uh, Nick Frost's character Pointing a gun at his dad as he runs away and then not being able to pull the trigger. So he points the gun straight in the air and unloads the clip, which is point break. Like it's so good. Both of them are so exquisitely crafted with references across the board and even further references between the two. Because in Shaun of the Dead, when they get out of the car and they have to take a shortcut through the yards, Shaun turns to the group, goes, what's the matter and you never taken a shortcut before and then promptly falls through the first fence. He tries to hop. But then in the, in hot fuzz, he says the exact same line and proceeds to fucking acrobat himself over each fence. And then Nick Frost's character just plows through the first fence So there's this beautiful, like, self-referential, and all of their their, you know, the things that they're uh, paying homage to, direct references in both of those, and I don't get as many in World's End. Like, maybe I I'm I just am not as well versed in the genres that they're referencing or or the films that they're referencing in that, but yeah.
0: I also just didn't care as much about any of the characters in that one. You know sure. what I mean?
1: It's
0: like, uh, like I, you know, I could, i I found, re- re- you know, things to relate to with, you know, the title characters of, you know, Shaun of the Dead and hot fuzz and stuff like that. No problem. But third one was just like, man, I hate this guy.
1: <laughs> like, yeah.
0: yeah. He's stuck in the eighties and not a cool way. Like like, <laughs> like, like maybe your friends are right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Right. But, right. I, I,
2: gotta, I still got to watch that one, though. Like, yeah. I feel bad that I haven't seen it. It's the one that I've seen the <laughs> fewest.
1: It's worth you watching.
2: Watch? There were, yeah. there they were on, are they on streaming services?
1: Um, World's End is on, not but, available for streaming. I mean, it is available for purchase for streaming. Like, I bought the the Cronetto Trilogy on Vudu. Um, okay. But um, the uh, World's End is not just on any streaming services.
2: Okay, okay.
1: Uh, Actually, neither are Sean and the... No, Sean of the Dead may be on Netflix. Um, Sean of the Dead and
2: Hot Fuzz, both used to be on Netflix. I don't know if there are any... I know yeah, they used they to be. Either.
1: I had to watch... I watched Hot Fuzz on Cinema... Or no, I watched Hot Fuzz on Stars. I watched Sean of the Dead on Cinemax. Okay. But yeah, I specifically looked for World's End and... Yeah. Looks like Shaun of the Dead is only on Cinemax right now.
2: Yeah, you can rent The World's End on Amazon it looks like.
1: And Hot Fuzz is only on Stars right now. So,
0: maybe I'll maybe, maybe I'll rent At World's End tonight. I don't know. I think I'm we, also, I've been having such a hard time around here finding things that we actually want to watch. It's like we're, this, we've just gone through so much media that I don't know what to do. <laughs> it's
1: the full Cornetto trilogy is worth owning, period, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, is twenty bucks on Vudu. So you get all okay. three films for twenty bucks.
0: I quote Hot Fuzz all the time, especially <laughs> when I find things that on discount. You know, as the slasher of price. <laughs> right? <laughs> I always quote Shaun of the Dead. Wait for it all
2: to blow over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: God, Timothy well, Dalton's Timothy Dalton's uh, uh, impalement on that is outstanding.
2: Oh, it's so good! I feel like Timothy Dalton always surprises me. Like I'm always watching a movie and I'm like,
0: I didn't know Timothy Dalton was in this. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's my reaction all the time. It's like,
1: oh my god, it's Timmy D.
2: <laughs> Where and, did you come from,
1: Timmy? <laughs> um, What's his face from the Harry Potter movies, Filch?
2: Yeah, is oh, in yeah, Hot yeah, Fuzz yeah, 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 yeah.
1: and in World's End.
2: Mm-hmm. Is he? No. Are you, are you sure you're thinking? You're not thinking of a uh, Nigel, the
1: uh, the caretaker for the building. Uh, Nigel's
2: I his, but it, I don't think is he in that.
1: Yes. He is the uh, so in Hot Fuzz when they go to the farmer's house, who actually has like a fucking uh, sea mine and a whole bunch of weapons. The farmer is Filch.
2: Mm Hmm. I totally forgot about that.
1: Yep. The one who says literally nothing legible, nothing intelligible whatsoever. Where they need two (laughs) two interpreters.
2: Very Cornwall. Yes. I totally forgot he was in that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right.
1: Okay. I. Yep. And uh, he was, uh, um, I mean, you'll see whenever you get to see World's End uh, who he is in that.
2: I'm Okay. I think I might watch that tonight. I think that might be, I think that's my, I have two homework assignments. <laughs> <laughs> what was, I'll the, make what sure, was the first I'll one? I actually already forgot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Great job. Uh, Thank you. You may not borrow my notes.
0: What the hell,
2: man? You're supposed
0: to be (laughs) recording them for me. Tyler, you're supposed to be keeping the minutes. (laughs)
1: Um, So uh, we would be remiss uh, were we not to uh, acknowledge, um, uh, K-pop stands on TikTok uh, for the good work that they uh, have done for uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma.
0: Yeah, guys, well, nice. um, beautiful, beautiful. Round of applause.
1: And I am thoroughly enjoying the uh, the this developing relationship between Gen Z and Millennials, where Gen Z are tearing Millennials apart, and Millennials are cheering them on every step of the way. <laughs> <laughs> um but it's kind of a uh it's kind of a, a, a tricky thing with so for anyone who doesn't know what what I'm talking about, uh K pop stands uh and TikTok users uh are taking credit for um reserving seats to the Tulsa Oklahoma, Oklahoma Trump rally. Uh, with absolutely zero intent in filling them. Uh, meanwhile, leading up to the event, the Trump campaign was touting nearly a million people interested in attending. Um, and they,
2: two hundred, <laughs> so much,
1: uh, so that they had uh, uh, planned a second speech to an overflow crowd outside of the <laughs> convention center. <laughs> So few people actually turned out. It was the final number is sixty two hundred people. Um, sixty two hundred people turned out, and um, so so few people showed up that during his speech, uh, the convention center uh, staff were tearing down the overflow area because it was clear that it was not going to receive any people. I bet that felt really good. So there are I'm kind of I'm kind of conflicted on this because by reserving these seats, you uh, give the Trump campaign something to brag about because they're oh look at these numbers, look at these numbers. And it doesn't matter. Because they sell to overflow anyway. So they over or overbook over RSVP um, and just let it's first come first serve. So you're not really reserving a seat. So you're not taking a seat that would otherwise have been occupied. Um, Yeah. You're just giving them bigger numbers of interest. So theoretically, let's say that they had filled that arena And it because the arena sat uh, 17,000, 19,000, let's say that they filled that arena and had some overflow, which I mean, those are crowds that he's pulled in the past. Um, And they had these interest numbers, you know, close to a million. They could easily say, though it wouldn't make it true, they could easily say, look how many people we had to turn away and tout it as a success. So I feel like the heart's in the right place. The impact is not really felt. What do you guys think?
0: Uh, I, th- well, yeah, I mean, I, I think that the, the the, the uh, Trump folks would lie anyways you know so even if only 6200 people had showed up you'd be like yeah we got a million uh just because that's just that's their style you know well they um, he did that anyway <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. look at yeah. it look at, yeah, look at yeah, his twitter <laughs> uh and and I'm with you there like you know it's a it's a well-intentioned effort but you know imagine if we took those same people and found something that would make a little bit more of a, of an impact uh, on the immediate future. That would be very good. So uh, I guess it's good that all these people banded together to, you know, give, uh, give our president the middle finger. Um, if they just want to keep going, that'd
2: be fantastic. I I mean, I don't think, I think at the end of the day, it's pretty harmless. It's kind of funny that they had to put a lot of extra work in, for nothing.
0: <laughs> what they oh. should do is, is just strip you know, strip all the McDonald's uh, in every city that he goes to so there aren't, you <laughs> know, he can't get a Big Mac. <laughs> <laughs> just put in mass orders of Big Mac. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> buying a shit ton of McDonald's and so they're just out of stuff.
2: <laughs> all, <laughs> all the fast food restaurants around fucking Tulsa, Oklahoma just sold out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: That'd be amazing.
1: That would be pretty honestly
2: funny. one of my favorite developments on the whole thing. There was a, there's someone who's in the running for Senate. Uh, she responded to, uh, court, uh, uh, um, she responded to a tweet about it from Cortez, um, Saying like, oh, she she, she had said like, oh, hey, thanks, our K-pop fans for making this hilarious. And then the the, the governor who's obviously or the senator or senator in running who's obviously conservative replied. So what are you, what you're saying is you asked uh, the North and South Korea population for x for uh, help in a political thing, and everyone's just replying, you're an idiot. They're K-pop fans and fucking yeah. <laughs> states she didn't think and also it's k-pop it's it's south korean not north korean yeah. you're
0: fucking dumb ass. you know if, if, if that were true if, if 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 you know they were somehow able to get all all koreans in on on this this wouldn't that just be in a, such an amazing diplomatic feat that we yeah, just right. kind of not care <laughs> well so
1: what's actually kind of scary uh speaking of uh the the Korean conflict, Mm -hmm. Um, you know that uh, meeting building that they have that's kind of on a a neutral line uh, between the the two uh, countries where they can go in and and meet? Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm kind of worried that this hasn't been more widespread news, but North Korea bombed that like Mm -hmm. last week.
0: They bombed it? Yes. Yeah. Oh. I was, I was under the, I mean, last I also checked up on it, at that point, North Korea was just not talking to South Korea. Yeah,
1: no, North Korea blew it up um, in the middle of the night, if I recall correctly, either last week or the week before.
0: Well, knowing knowing North Korea's history with trying to flex hard to get more concessions, uh, I don't know if this is... Uh, uh, this is them trying to get more out of their relationship with South Korea, or what's going on there. But it is concerning for sure.
1: Yeah,
2: I, I would. Yeah, I tend to go along what you're saying. In their
0: books—they're—they're <laughs> they're crying for fucking attention again. <laughs> yeah. Well, they—they they need it. They need it, you know. And I, I don't think they're—they're they're gonna. Nu- <laughs> I think them nuking South Korea will be the last thing they do because I mean, <laughs> they're right across the street, you know. So it's gonna bite them in the ass. Yeah, and yeah, um, if, they, if they nuke, a, they're
2: going to get a whole bunch of other people on their ass as well.
1: Well, what's oh, interesting yeah. though is um, their closest ally is China. So, and, and
0: China has a, has a history of of not supporting everything that they do. I mean, sure, which is good for China. good for China, but you know, uh, if if China speaks out and starts in disapproval, then I'm pretty sure things will calm down a bit yeah. since North Korea needs them as well.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Uh, this has been your we're completely unqualified to talk about politics portion of the uh, podcast. Uh, though still so more qualified to talk about politics than your racist uncle.
2: I would venture to say your dog is probably more qualified too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um and now's as good a time as any to uh remind everyone that uh protests are not over i'm gonna put that link back up blacklivesmatters.carrd.co um believe it or not uh black lives still matter so
2: uh
1: So, please, uh, if you're not taking part in protests, think about uh, donating to bail funds. Think about uh, donating to any uh, form of the cause. At that link, you will find a number of different ways that you can contribute to the Black Lives Matter movement. And, uh, I mean, as much as I hate the phrase because it's overused so frequently, be on the right side of history. Because... It, that's just what this is. It genuinely is what it comes down to. If your history has shown us time and time again that if you are being prejudiced against a group of people, you are wrong. And uh, just to to see it all continue, uh, it, it, no one no one's cracked a history book. Um, no one's no one's learned from. Uh, Not only our past, but the world's past. And uh, yeah, hopefully it's really looking like some real genuine change is happening in a lot of these places. And 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 it makes me very happy to see.
2: I want to remind everyone who is taking part in this, and and (laughs) this is going to be the interesting chapter in the history books moving forward. So you really want to be on the good side of history here. Because people yeah. are gonna know if you're not, because yep. this is the part of class people gotta pay attention to.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, and if if you're out there and you're and you're protesting and things like that, you know, make sure you take pictures and and try to write down you know, your personal feelings about how, you know how you felt that day, because th- this is something that I feel like we're gonna be talking about for a very long time. You know? Yeah.
1: <laughs> absolutely. Um. And it's it's been amazing and heartwarming in a lot of ways to see it. All unfold. Um, I know that my heart was warmed when the entirety of the Atlanta Police Department walked out on their jobs because they weren't allowed to murder.
0: So long. Oh, we're upset. Where's my Where's <laughs> what my, can't my, murder? my
1: my, my hey. Where's my uh, uh, Willy Wonka uh, react? No, wait, don't.
2: No, <laughs> hey, stop. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, There's um,
2: no way of knowing.
1: <laughs> yeah. If anything, uh police actions throughout this entire ordeal has uh really really shown wh- where their priorities lie. And uh, uh it is with uh themselves and their brotherhood, uh and nowhere else. It is not it is not with us. It is not with the populace. Um, And, uh, yeah, Uh, Seattle uh, just signed a um, declaration uh, or uh, it's some sort of uh, thing mandating that uh, their crowd control techniques that they have been using are forbidden now.
2: Colorado uh, got rid of uh, qualified immunity. Yes. Yes which, uh, that's kind of crazy. Yep.
1: Yeah, and speaking great. Yeah. Uh, there have been, uh, many, many points of positive change in all this. And, uh, it's, it's a good start, but we're not there yet. And, uh, these protests are going to go on as long as they have to. So.
2: Which is awesome. Yeah. So I love keep it. Keep on, keep, keep on. Be, be safe. Everyone who is going to protests. wear masks wear masks
1: social distance as best as you can uh and fortunately uh what we're seeing out of seattle is that only one percent of seattle uh protesters are testing positive for coronavirus Uh, so it seems that the combination of being outdoors instead of in a confined space socially distancing when possible and the uh amount of masks that protesters are wearing uh, because surprise, surprise, the people who are fighting for social justice tend to also believe science, so you're more often than not seeing a majority of masked people in these protests, and uh, if you want any better argument for masks working i don't I don't know one and they're great for hiding your face. <laughs>
2: Yeah, with all the facial recognition shit that's going down, yeah, which is always, always fun. I think another good argument for mask-wearing, I mean, let's look at Arizona, which has had the laxest rules on uh, mask-wearing in, mo- in most of the United States. And uh, guess who is numero uno in terms of new talking cases?
1: Yep, and uh, um, the mask. our governor uh, <laughs> had the deuce. Uh, previously uh, removed the abilities for, uh, local mayors and local governments to instill their own, uh, emergency, uh, laws. Um, and, uh, so even mayors were powerless, like mayors wanted to enact, uh, uh, facial, you know, covering, uh, mandates and, and things like that. Um, but they were unable to because that right had been stripped of, uh, from them by an executive order from uh, Ducey, who walked Douche. it back uh, this week and still wouldn't mandate face masks himself, said that it was best handled by the government closest to the, its, its people. And uh, pretty much right away, Tempe uh, mandated face masks, uh, Mesa mandated fa- face masks. Uh, Chandler did not initially, but eventually caved, um, yep. uh, Phoenix mandated, uh, face masks. Uh, Gilbert did yep. as well, which was met with severe backlash from its populace.
2: I was so surprised <laughs> considering the assholery of the people that live in Gilbert
1: <laughs> Yeah, um, and the
0: general age of the population living in Gilbert. And there's, there's then like a known white hate group in Gilbert. So I'm not surprised in the slightest. <laughs> and then
1: the county, Maricopa County, declared face masks mandatory. So that that was a good move. Uh, uh, local government has their wits about them, drastically greater than uh, fucking our governor,
0: Scottsdale. I think like
1: they care just a little bit more.
0: Did you guys
2: see that uh, Scottsdale councilman setting up protests for, against masks yeah. in Scottsdale now?
1: Yeah, I. I People I, are
2: I, fucking stupid. Stop being babies. It's
0: goddamn mask. Like, I, I, I hate to to badmouth a member of my family, but here goes. Um, a family member of mine, because uh, I were This was right before these the cities were like, "Yo, wear a fucking mask." It's on paper now. Um, I was I was talking with them about about this whole thing. I was like, "Yeah, I think that Ducey should be like." yeah, wear a mask Just do it. Just do it. Um, and they were like, well, that's just the beginning of them taking away our freedoms. And, uh, first it's, you have to wear a mask when you're out in public. And then next it'll be, I can't wear a shirt that says Jesus saves on it. And it's just like, (laughs) that's not how that works. No, it's, it's a, it's a protection device. <laughs> you yeah.
1: Know? So it's not a, it, is, I don't is. Wear the, slippery I to be in fashion. It, it, let me guess. He thinks that marijuana is a gateway drug too. No.
0: <laughs> Cause
1: uh, that's it. the same kind of bullshit <laughs> argument of like yeah. exponential, you know, uh, ramping up, uh, of some, you know, thing that they perceive as negative. Um, it it's a, it's didn't a slippery happen.
2: slope fallacy. Yes. The
1: slippery slope fallacy. <laughs> Uh, it, mm-hmm. it certainly didn't go, you know, to, to that place, uh, when, um, seatbelts were mandated. Uh, right. so
0: <laughs> first they'll make me wear seatbelts. And next thing you know, they're going to put me in cages. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. But like I, sometimes, you know, I, sometimes oh. the arguments that people have about things make sense. But I'm noticing uh, most of the arguments about things right now are just kind of dumb. Yeah. It's like not even like exciting to talk about and engage with people. It's mostly just frustration of like, I can't believe you don't you don't get this yet. Like, yeah. come on, man. So, yeah. A lot of those
2: conversations are just non-starters. You're just as soon as you see that, you're like, oh, man, I'm never going to be able to talk to you. Am I? <laughs> Yeah, no,
1: I mean, fortunately, I'll never have to have that conversation in person because I am not going out into a place where I would have to speak to someone who doesn't want to wear a mask. Um, but uh, I do the online equivalent of walking away from a person the second that they say anything anti-mask at this point. It's like, look, you know, the, the argument's been made, the, um, you know, uh, uh Worst case for yourself, you've made yourself uncomfortable. If but if you are like if you're uh if you're right and masks do nothing, then the worst thing that you've done is is made yourself uncomfortable. If you're wrong and masks do save people from catching coronavirus, you have killed people.
0: You know, I, I just think it makes sense that. Even if even if these masks, it didn't, weren't mandated, I, I, I still want to wear it because I care about the other people in my community. You know, and yep, it's it's kind of bullshit that there's so many people out there that are just like so angry that they're like being forced to help other people out.
2: It's so whatever. Weird that is, this is the this is a new political line being drawn. Right? Yeah. Ever.
1: And strictly it speaking, bad. it's not a new political line because apparently in the 1912 pandemic, it was the same. Uh, wow. Well, um, so, Americans are full. It's made a political line now because of statements from Trump that say, where he says, I don't think they're wearing masks to protect themselves from COVID. I think they're doing it because they're against me.
2: Why not both?
1: ¿Por qué no los dos? Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird, fucked up world that we've found ourselves in. And I can only hope that uh, and expect honestly that um on the other side of this everything is going to be better than they ever were they have to be it's
0: not really much choice at this point
1: um uh, you know mm-hmm. like now's a great opportunity to just rethink the way we're fucking doing th- a lot of things and it can uh really change everyone's lives for the better Course,
2: hey, hell yeah. times of change are never comfortable.
1: Yep, that's it. But uh, we have uh, actually a while back, you know, uh, gotten to the end of the podcast. Uh, I want to ask you guys what has been the highlight. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, I mean, Tyler okay. hasn't had much of a week, but um. <laughs> Uh, still, I'm sure there's a high, a a highlight. I, we failed to talk about your, uh, low light of, uh, last week, Artemis Fowl, but, uh, Oh yeah.
0: Oh no. no. Was it
2: bad? Oh, it's awful. (laughs) It is so, Uh, so, so bad. uh, It was like, uh, they tried to make it bad. And they succeeded in that. It was,
1: oh. Yeah, Yeah, I've heard nothing but terrible, terrible, terrible terrible things. Uh, So what's been uh, the highlight of, uh, of each of your weeks? Mm -hmm. Considering, I'm sure, Tyler's highlight was being able to be up and, and about and, and conscious and cogent again. Yeah. Uh, So let's start with you, Brooks. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: um, not a whole lot happened this week, uh, but so I mentioned that I accidentally continued my subscription to that Star Trek, yeah, yeah, stuff. So they finally came in, came in, and it is it is just this is exactly what I've wanted since I was a child. Uh, the detail of these models and stuff like that, and I was very very happy to get them. So nice that might be the highlight of my week. Hell yeah. Uh,
2: Besides uh, ob- the obvious of coming back to life yesterday and kind of partying it up, I've got a cool thing that came in the mail. So hold on one second.
0: I'm the one that shows things, Tyler. <laughs> Do your
2: thing. coming back. coming back. I got this fucking awesome display.
1: Oh, that's cool. Um,
2: oh. Uh, and I've, I've got my. So. In between sleeping and more sleeping, I had a few things come in the mail this week. So now I'm finally getting my my room all set up with the Doctor Who shit. So I'm I'm feeling more decorated and like I live in this house. It only took me four years. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. But yeah, so I'm pretty happy with that. Other than that, like I said, waking up yesterday and not feeling sick was... (gasps) nice. So I drank
1: a lot. (laughs) Obviously, of course. Yeah, um, for me, uh, it was, uh, I put out another video on, uh, the Blue Bases channel. And, uh, so it's something that I'm, I'm keeping up. Uh, and this one was, uh, really personal to me. Um, because, uh, so my stepdad is an incredible singer, songwriter, um, and, uh, I've loved his music for as long as I've known him, uh, which is a majority of my life at this point. And, um, so before I moved out here, I recorded, like I had some of my recording gear on me and because I used to work at Apple, I had all the Apple, you know, recording software, all their pro software. Cause I got it for free cause I worked for Apple. And, um, so I, with the cheap setup that I had um, before I left, like I, I spent some time at uh, my mom and stepdad's house and I wanted to record uh, some of his songs. And so I got it set up and got, you know, decent enough recordings to work with, but I've never really gotten around to working with them uh, until uh, I started work on this uh, about a month ago, a month and a half ago. And I picked his song Dream Dream, which is one of my favorite songs of his. And uh, so for Father's Day, I um, did kind of an audio workup on it to make it a more complete track, or at least tried. I'm not a producer by any means or, or a, uh, an audio engineer. I don't really know what I'm doing. I just kind of poked and prodded at things until it sounded nice and, and fuller um, and uh, added a baseline to it, wrote, wrote a baseline for it. And uh, oh, so yeah. I, I put that video out for uh, him for uh, Father's Day. So
0: Aww. how dare you be so fucking thoughtful? Yes, yeah, stop <laughs> being so fucking wholesome,
2: Ryan Jesus. But We're yeah, scum of, of the earth on this podcast. <laughs> Overall, yeah, especially,
1: seven. especially considering <laughs> I don't really know exactly what I'm doing when it comes to like mixing audio, like mixing music and stuff like that. I'm actually really proud of how it, how it came out. And, uh, it's, uh, it's pretty good. So how
2: how dare you you you? step on? on. I'm the wholesome one. You son of a bitch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Shit. I'm an asshole. I forgot about that. (laughs) Cool. Well, uh, with that, we will leave it there. Thank you everyone for watching and or listening. We'll see you next week.